Welcome to Believe Right, the weekly radio ministry of Apostle Joe Perosic and Pastor Rena Perosic, originating from MFC Ministries in Morgantown, West Virginia, USA. Thank you for joining us as we look into the anointed Word of God and learn how it applies to our lives today. Jesus is alive and is healing, blessing, delivering, and changing lives all through placing faith in Him, taking in God's Word, and beginning to believe right for all areas of our lives. Now, here's this week's broadcast. How many of you walk with God? Everybody walk with God this morning? I pray that you do. Because when you walk with God, you can walk into healing. You can walk into deliverance. You can walk into anointing. You can walk into lots of things because God leads you besides still waters. God leads you to the right place. If you follow God, you go right into the promises. Get up and go to a land that I will show you, Abraham. To, I looked it up in Webster's. You know me. I had to look up. Even the word walk. I love to do that. You know, it, it says moving on a regular and fairly slow pace, lifting up and setting down each foot. Now listen to this. In turn, never having both feet off the ground at the same time. When you walk with God, there's always one foot that's sure. <laughs> when you walk with God, you don't take them both off the ground. Every step you take, one of them is still planted. You have a good stance. You know, the people who, who take off too fast, they crash and burn. But when you walk with God, you're sturdy, steady, stable. You're always hooked to, to Him. You're standing on ground that is unshakable, immovable when you walk with God. If you think about it, you were made out of the ground. There's a part of you that's not going to get very far from it because the Bible says dust you were and dust you will return. So really, you have to be connected to your humanity while you're walking in your divinity. You have to be connected to your human side while you're walking in the God realm. You, 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 you have to be conscious of both. If you get too, too spiritual-minded, you won't be good to people. If you get too carnal, you won't be good to God. There's a way that you stay grounded, but one foot is up in the air. One foot is following God. You never get disconnected from the truth. Amen. If you would be so kind, turn to Genesis 6-9. And if you would put it on the screen, I'd be grateful. Thank you. I love Noah. How many of you love Noah? I love all the Bible characters, but everyone you're preaching on is one you love. But, but Noah, when you think about it, God looks over the whole earth and finds one guy that he can work with, and he works with him. This is the genealogy of Noah, was a just man, perfect in his generations. Noah walked with God. So if you were going to pick somebody to find out how you walk with God, Noah would be a good character, wouldn't he? Because God said he, he walked with me. I, his perfection in his generation, this is going to maybe stretch you a little bit, but it's, it's just an opinion right now. I'm not necessarily make, telling you to hammer it into your theology, but I believe that Noah was perfect because the giants were on the land and he was not, his family was not defiled. You remember when it said the sons of God took women? You read in Genesis? I think it produced bad offspring. I think Noah's was perfect in that he wasn't defiled with that. And uh, if you notice, God, God drowned everybody else. So there was something the matter with that to God when there was a crossbreeding. Uh, 
God, God likes, doesn't like de altering the DNA. If you notice, it caused him to flood the earth. Now, you know, today we alter DNA a lot, right? Okay, just to let you know, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be, and the return of the coming son. They're doing what God didn't like. So the so same thing is being reproduced. What's interesting to me is Enoch walked with God, and God took him. Noah walked with God, but he had to stay. <laughs> so God has a different plan for each person. We have, to, we have to stay, right? We have to do work. But Noah had to stay. I was thinking, if you th I told myself, if you think you're getting out of here before the work's done, Joe, you're dreaming. <laughs> because if it's Noah's day, then Noah stay. As it was in the days of Noah. Now, I believe in the rapture, but I don't, I don't claim to know when that is. And I'm, I'm certainly not going to build my life around leaving when I know I am going to stay and do work. When he, if he wants to come get me, that's his business. He can come get me without a rapture. I hate to admit it, but he can if he wanted to. <laughs> so you could be raptured today. You know what I mean? <laughs> you could leave today. But in Noah's, if he's comparing it to Noah's day, then we stay and we do the work. Amen? Because we, we're preparing an ark. See, what we're doing by what we're doing here is we're preparing an ark for the people to come in and gotta get out of this planet alive. We're building an ark of safety. You're not just going to church. You're coming and building an ark of safety for people to come to. When they have tumultuous lives, they can come here. And it'll bring some stability and some things to their life that they can't get anywhere else because Jesus really is the way. There is no other way. He said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. If you believe you're, you're, we're close to his return, you know, then obviously we're in that time that, that he talked about as it was in the days of Noah. What's interesting is the people, as, as you can see, they had no idea that the flood was coming until they were swept away. Now, the world really, you're supposed to know they're, they don't know. God reveals to you what he's doing. The world's not going to know as far as they're concerned. He doesn't even exist in some cases. So that means they're ignorant of his, of his coming. But Paul said, I would not have you ignorant about that, right? So we're not supposed to be ignorant of the season we're in. It's important that you know what season you're in so you're doing the right thing in the right season. Uh, I remember being in business, there were times that I would want to build my business and God, I'd try to do it and because I wasn't listening to God, nothing would happen. Then I would go, I would catch on, ha ha, <laughs> got smarter and I would work, I would listen to what he wanted me to do and I might work on something he wanted me to do even with Dr. John or go somewhere or give money or give time or go on a missions trip and then later on in the year, I would have a great quarter because it was the season. And any time I tried to do what I wanted to do in the season where God wanted to do what he wanted to do, there was no profitability in it at all for, for him or me. He wasn't getting what he wanted and I wasn't getting what I wanted. So it's obvious you have to be aware of what season you're in with God. If he's got you doing something in your business, you know, it's funny, that's why you can't let people judge you. Like, 
when I first started my business, it was okay for me to do all the things I needed to do to get it started, and God was helping me do them. But when he, when he felt like I had reached enough to, and I needed to grow some more, he would pull me away from that, and he'd want me to do things for him or want me to do things for my family. And any time I tried to stay there and do it, it wasn't profitable at all. So God has seasons for you to do things in. That's really important to know because you can't grow food in the wrong season and you can't increase in the wrong season. Some of us are kicking against the goats. We, want, we think we want to do what we want to do, but we won't give God what he wants, so we don't create a season of favor. We create a season of curse because we, we disobey in that season. Now, I realize there's people that teach grace and they tell you you can't curse what God has blessed. Well, I ate bad food for a long time and I was cursing my body and God told me I was blessed. So I know there's something to that. You, you know, if you're, you're blessed, that's right, but you still got to cooperate to get it, right? Come on, don't leave me by myself on that. You got to cooperate. It doesn't mean you're not blessed. I've seen people that were blessed and had bad methods and all the blessing just rolled right out of them and they stayed broke. And I watched tons of money go through their life. But because they weren't in the right season. They didn't realize what the season it was. They thought they could continue doing what they wanted because it worked before. And see, that's a method. That's not a relationship. So you try to do it again and you lose what you got in the season you harvested because you didn't go into the season of service. So you used up all the resources in the next season. The Bible says strong men retain riches. You know that? Strong women retain honor. So they didn't know until the flood came. Now, years ago, when people would teach salvation, they'd scare you into heaven. You know, remember that? How many of you got saved several times because you were scared about the we're all going to die thing, you know? And, and I'm not saying that, that, that that's not true, but that's not, if you don't grow past that, even if you get saved in that, you're going to be a fear-based Christian, which means you won't be any good to God. You're just going to heaven. Because when you're in fear, you can't do anything for God because you're always protecting, they're going to get this from me. That's going to cost me this much. I'm not going to listen to that. And you have a totally different mindset than somebody who has faith. So if you got saved in fear, may God release you this morning in the name of Jesus. May you move past being afraid to go to hell to be glad you're going to heaven because they're two different realms. One has joy and faith. And one has fear. May you be able to move this morning from the spirit of fear. Because, you know, we, that's why the world gives us a hard time about being saved. You know, we beat them up with what's bad's going to happen. And we expect them to get saved. And when nothing bad happens, they don't want to listen to us anymore. You're not in charge of whether something happens, good or bad. God's in charge of that. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. So... Uh, when you walk with God, you're supposed to become a part of the plan, right? Now, how does God do things? He assesses things. God's, God makes assessments. And it's funny. I don't think he makes them for him. God already has an assessment. He knows. But he does it because he's, believe it or not, God is really legal. Now, he has great mercy. But what did he do before he destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah? He sent inspectors. Now, he knew what, don't tell me he didn't know what they was doing. He knew what they were doing. But God w wants his case to hold up in court. 
So he does, all, you talk about dotting all the I's and crossing all the T's. God's just. He, would, he said to even Abraham, would I do anything like this and not tell my friend Abraham? God is just. God came down to do an assessment of Sodom and Gomorrah. Even though he was going to take action steps, he still did. I'm preaching to myself, by the way, right now. In case you're in, do you ever do that? You ever talk to somebody and hear God in your, in, in your words? I hope so. He can, you know, he convicts the preacher while he's preaching. Did you know that? You don't think you just do this and it's all right with you. You hear the same message and you're going to think, oh. <laughs> now that's an honest statement. Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich pray that you have been blessed by this week's Believe Right broadcast. Chapter 14 and verse 6 from the book of John in God's Word tells us that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one comes unto God the Father by any other manner than through accepting, believing, and confessing that the shed blood of Jesus has cleansed them of their sins and that He truly is the risen Savior and Lord of their life. For more on the gospel message of Jesus Christ, you can log on to our website at www.believeright.tv. There you can listen to older radio broadcasts and view our weekly television broadcast, along with finding out more about Apostle Joe Perosich, Pastor Rena Perosich, and MFC Ministries. That website address again is www.believeright.tv. TV. If you wish to contact us for prayer or ministry information, you can call us in the U.S. at 001-304-292-7283 or write us at MFC Ministries, 300 Highland Avenue, Morgantown, West Virginia, 26505 USA. Join Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich again next week at this time here on this station for another time in God's Word, which, when applied to our lives, will enable us to believe right for every area of our lives. Have a blessed week in Jesus.